And you if know? you've ever been in college or been on a camping trip, farts are going to come up. Hello and welcome to Dial Up Movies, the podcast devoted to preserving the memory of your favorite films from the 90s. Whether good or bad, we're going to see how those films hold up. On today's show, we'll be discussing The Blair Witch Project from 1999, directed by Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez, and starring Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard. My name is Lou, and joining me is my co-host, Tim. Hey guys, good to see everybody again. And today we are joined by two very special friends. Steve? Uh Hey. <laughs> oh, let me do that. No, no, no we're sticking hey. with that. And Devin. Hello. That's how you do it. Bro, he's a pro in this business. Lend myself out. All right. Uh, so real quick, um, before we get too deep into the movie, um, I have been a guest on their podcast before. I just want to give Steve and Devin a chance to pimp what they do real quick, and then we'll get right into the usual dial-up movies content we all know and love. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Uh, farmboytoasters.com is a website where if you are from a farm, or some sort of, uh, I would say, uh, beyond suburban, what's that term? Rural? Thank you. No problem. <laughs> uh, area, and you need a toaster, just go to the website. Alright, I have a 1978 muscle car, needs a lot of work, the body's a little rusted up, but me and my friends exhibit... We're going to go pimp this bad boy up. Okay. Um, Pimp My Ride Podcast. Uh, And we have a hub. Our hub is antifanboy.com. Okay. Uh, And you can help Devin pimp his ride, or you can buy, uh, what was the word again? Farm Boy Toasters. Oh, uh, rural. Rural (laughs) Toasters. Thank you. Uh, Not rural. 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 Yeah, that's a hard word to say on on a mic. Rural. Yeah, I can't speak ever anyway. Yeah, true. Uh, but no, they have the anti-fanboy podcast dedicated to comic books, movies, all pop culture, essentially. Good guys, they've been running that site for about ten years now. Almost, if, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, no. No, it's ten. It's ten. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's like, nah, I'm, I'm done with it. It's been ten years of my fucking life. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. Okay, so um, <laughs> we decided to do the Blair Witch Project. Real movie. Quick, you okay. decided to do the Blair Witch yeah, Project. Yeah, I decided to do the Blair Witch Project. Real quick, listening audience, the last time we did an episode was a long time ago. <laughs> Things have been happening. Um, we've talked about maybe doing The Arrival starring Charlie Sheen. Uh, that didn't happen. Fuck it. It's almost <laughs> Halloween. I wanted to do a spooky movie. I said, fuck that. We're doing Blair Witch Project. It's very topical. I actually didn't realize that the new movie was coming out the same week that we were recording this. So, oops. I mean, I guess that's a good thing, right? But, um... Yeah, I wanted to do Blair Witch because we're doing some Halloween content. Yeah, I, I, it's Halloween's my favorite holiday. Um, I mean, it's all right. I don't care about Halloween too much. Oh, oh get the hey, fuck out of here! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas, Thanksgiving. You can eat all the time. Oh. Uh, well, you are Italian. My f- <laughs> Halloween is uh, my favorite holidays. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, no, uh, oh. Halloween is because I'm lonely. <laughs> Halloween is my favorite lead up. I actually hate. The day of Halloween. Yeah, you know what? I kind of I get with that. so stressed out mm-hmm. because trying to... I'm trying to plan parties, go to parties, uh, have to make sure you have candy for children. Yep. 
Try not to run tr- kids over. As try you're not driving to run around. kids over. Try to make sure you have your costume all yep. ready to go. Because I'm one of those people Wait that the last I minute. just yeah. yeah. Now uh, what's I find amusing, and I I will be very quick because I'm going to go way off. Okay. Uh, that's, last that's year was kind of a bummer for me because mm-hmm. I love the month of October. I love the sure. year. It's my favorite thing of the year. Last year, uh, most of October was eaten up by Back to the Future nostalgia. And it really bummed me out. Because remember, oh, yeah, October, was, uh, whatever. Yeah, that was the date from uh, Back to the Future Part so 2. October 15th. Instead yes. of talking about cool, spooky shit, everyone was talking about half the month yeah. was just eaten up by, like, remember the, the pads that he wore? And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and Reebok was like, hey, we made his sneakers if you want to yeah, buy them but, for $200. But, like, so instead of that, I just had to sit through, like, you know, instead of my cool, like, ooh, spooky things, yeah, 30 days of Halloween, ghosts. it's just yeah. like, let's just show Back to the Future 2, like, nonstop on the TCN network. Absolutely true. Well, we don't have to worry about that this no, year. Man, no, man, I'm ready. Ready Got for some, some ground real, to make real Halloween shit. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I've already been asked by my girlfriend, who loves Halloween, like, do you know, what What are we going to do? What do you want to dress up as? What's your couple's I'm, costume going to be, Lou? Ooh. Um, uh, We were talking very, very loosely last year. She wanted to be the, the girl gremlin. She wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, gr- oh, from, from Gremlin. From Gremlin. Yeah, the okay. spike. And I, I suppose you would be. You would know. just be Gizmo. Like, no, that'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You want to be the badass one, the yeah. leader. Wait, wait. Yeah. Who's the one the girl Gizmo like hooks up with? The human. She like hooks up with a human in that. Movie. I didn't see Ooh. that version of Gremlin. What's yeah. Gremlins too? <laughs> yeah, the porn version. Yeah. She's wearing the <laughs> lipstick and she kisses the shit out of one of the characters. That's that's a different. That's different between. No, no, yeah. that's who we should be. Okay, you should have oh, the, the lipstick all uh, over. Oh, oh, the guy. The, the oh, the okay. guy. Basically, be a guy in a suit, right? Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know who he is. That would be real easy for me to do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Make her do all the. Fun. Fair enough. I don't like it. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I'm thinking about the porn version of Gremlins that Devin insists is the actual version. Listen, and it's you actually guys don't remember Cumblins too. And it's, and it's actually just critters too. It's like, oh, they roll up in a big ball, and they have an oh, orgy, and they eat that person. Yeah. If you're trying yeah. to put this on YouTube, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> nah, totally fine. Totally fine. I do. I do love how quickly this went off the rails. Yeah. Oh, Why no, don't I... you talk about critters more? Because that's not from the it's... '90s. I don't think. Or any is of them? Uh, Gremlins was '80s. Think of Critters might be in the night. Gremlins uh, Two was nineties, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's on, it's on our master list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new batch. That's, that's Dude, a that's, subtitle. That's subtitle. Yeah. I know my shit. Anyway, what hey. about you, Steve? What's your <laughs> Halloween costume this year? Real quick, we're doing Halloween costumes. Uh, I was thinking about being, uh, well, if a couple's costume, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't have a couple, so I'm gonna go as Frank Castle and his family. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> just carry the bodies of just your wife and child around with you. <laughs> That's really sad, Steve. <laughs> what about you, Devin? Couples costume. Oh god, I don't. I don't do couples costumes. Uh, the only stress. one uh, I thought stress. about doing was a, a very. St- it was a stupid joke, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do it. Where my girlfriend would have dressed up like a magnet, and I would have mm-hmm. been a member of the Insane Clown Posse, and I would have just, uh, been just been like infinitely confused sure. as to what she I like was that. doing. I like that. Actually. But it, yeah, then we broke know. up. Start getting the ICP costume together anyway. And then if you don't want to do the face mask, you just be Guy Fieri. That's true. Oh, shit. Oh. No, we can't. We, I want it to go into another direction. <laughs> Is that like you're going to do a Mrs. Doubtfire movie? No, 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 no. It was the thing where on the internet, somebody <laughs> photoshopped Day. Guy Fieri if he just looked like a normal person. And it was like, it was like, oh, that's like, they got rid of his stupid yeah, goatee. Yeah, they, they dyed his hair his, brown. And, yeah, yeah, and he just looked he like, just looked like a normal guy. Kind of just looked like Kevin James. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, bit. oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I I love Guy Fieri. I have a deep I love can't for that stand man. that fucking guy, dude. He's so funny. 
No. He is. He's not, though. Ah, whatever. I lost respect for Guy Fieri when he's like... <laughs> that statement alone... No, no. Because... I respected him. I no, no, because, like... No, I was like... And, like I was like, eh, whatever. Guy Fieri. Yeah. But then he showed up on all these goddamn TGI Fridays. He was like, No, don't eat that fucking steak. That steak's for stupid idiots. Whoa, go eat my steak. It's got the tarnation sauce on it. And I'm like... Tarnation Stop sauce. showing up on my commercials, Guy Fieri. It's, it's I just want my fried mac and cheese balls. <laughs> and they got rid of them. Guy Fieri probably made him get rid of the fried mac and cheese balls Fridays. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So Devin hates Guy Fieri. Good to know. I hate him just because he's a fat, frosted tipped douche, but uh, whatever. I do. He I loves do. frosted tips, though. Well, just don't judge him until you see his stand Here's the thing, guys. You don't know Lou like I do. This guy <laughs> still listens to corn and, like, non ironically. I, uh. I don't see a problem. I have a Pandora's <laughs> channel with Limp Biscuit. You're outnumbered here. All right. Uh, Blair Witch Project, guys. That's the first time you've gotten us back on track. I know, I know. Um, So, real quick, I just wanted to say that I didn't realize that this movie uh, still holds a world record for, uh, let's see, what's it say? Top budget box office ratio. Um, Really? This film cost $60,000 to make. Okay. And it made $250 million worldwide. Holy shit. Um, Talk about return on investment. So, uh, according to wikipedia or whatever there was a ratio of one dollar spent for every uh eleven thousand dollars made fuck it's a pretty uh, good that's, yeah that turned out real well i mean they I mean, did things like they you know the crew is super minimal uh sure you had, had three the, actors the actors did most yeah. of the filming yeah and i they returned one of the cameras after they were done filming the, sh- the movie so <laughs> like this is like straight it. up like bare bones yeah college movie mm-hmm. uh and they made a ton of money that well, being it, said they did pump like the studio bought it for like a million dollars they pumped in like 20 million dollars in marketing so that's not sure. included in that but for like gross numbers it's I still also heard phenomenal they died while making the movie yeah that's the other point is that the actors weren't <laughs> Lou, really I don't know actors how you, how how you didn't you open with that I don't care about people dying yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> you know they still made you know, eleven thousand dollars on every dollar for killing those three kids in the woods. It's not a big deal. Did it's you? Uh, good investment. I'm sorry, Lou, you good math. No, no, no. Please, what were you gonna? Uh, did you hear about how they went about casting? Not really. No. They sat them down. They cast. It was like a weird, like back room, just like oh, <laughs> more apply. porn. So there was porn yeah. in this room. There was and a then couch casting for this. And this movie. guy's like, ooh, you know, want to get into a business? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, they sat them down and. The whole point was to test their improv skills. Oh. So they go, you've been in jail for 25 years. You're up for parole. Why should we let you out? Mm-hmm. And they had to just like on the, you know. On the spot. Come on the up spot, with a Come reason. up with an idea. A compelling. And if they couldn't, they were like, reason. all right, next. And that's that was one of the ways they went to audition. I think that worked, though, because I know that the, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I shouldn't say that I know. Um, I don't know if these actors have gone on to do anything else, they, really. They haven't. Well, that <laughs> yeah, nothing, kind yeah. that kind of works, though, because mm-hmm. I feel like they're believable in this in the in these roles. I feel like Heather has the character of Heather has the worst lines. But I think that that's kind of specifically to force that what events were scripted into the yeah. story meat of the movie. Yeah, from what I remember or what I was reading about, uh, most of it was improv, yeah. and they were all in character. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, I came across was that uh, they all had to be in character, and if they were going to break character, they all had to do it at the same time, and they had a safe word. Do you know what that safe word is? Give me a guess. I know. No. It. I'm not gonna... Okay. I don't know what it is. No. 
Taco. Taco. Oh. Right, all right, taco. And they're like, oh my god. It's a good safe word. I got a great safe word. <laughs> you know, whatever they would talk about. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, but taco. Huh. Interesting. It's a good thing that tacos did not come up at all over the course of this movie. Just cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do talk-, talk about food at one point. Quite extensively. Yeah, I, that could not, have ruined that whole not movie. Not tacos. I, I did. I did like that. Uh, again, according to the research, that the directors were taking food from the actors throughout the. By the way, only eight days of filming a feature film, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. But they were like each day would pass, they take more food away from them, so they'd actually be kind of hungry the entire time they were filming it. So they were just getting more and more frustrated and like it's a very Kubrickian way of filming a movie, torture. torturing the fuck out of your actors. <laughs> but it works for this movie. I mean, it worked for The Shining, too, if you care about Shelley Duvall's mental health, but nah. I don't, so. <laughs> Kubrick clearly did. Clearly did not. <laughs> um, so, let's get into the movie, unless you have more trivia. I mean, I, I think... I there's a lot of trivia about this movie. We can kind of fill in as yeah, we go. Yeah, I, I um, thought there were... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just, like, little things that we can just add as we go, but, like... This is going to be one of those movies that's hard to talk about because it's literally sure. a film of people walking in the woods. Well, because I think, real quick, before we even get into the movie, I want to, like we did with our Starship Troopers episode before, this movie really divides people. There are people that think that this is just a bad horror movie and people that think that this is like a brilliant way to make a movie. I fall into the latter camp. I think that this movie works. Uh, I think it stumbles in a few places, but I think if you have the ability to turn off your brain telling you that these are paid actors in front of a camera pretending these things happen to them, it is a really, truly terrifying movie to watch. I think that if you don't have that ability, you're just going to kind of look at it and be like, well, that was a waste of an hour and a half because it's not even a, you know, it's not a great movie. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Uh, I really like this film. It does have its downfalls. Sure. Uh, but being probably the most prominent found footage film, mm-hmm. uh, it's it sparked a genre. I mean, it must have done something. Not wild. a horror movie. Like I when you when I rewatch <laughs> it, I'm like, this is not a horror movie. This is constantly building. And like the modern horror movie now is just like, uh, beat 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 jump scare beat 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 uh oh dread beat beat beat. <laughs> this is just you know it's a character, slow character character slow ramping uh, universe, of tensions universe, universe. yeah. And then it just keeps building. And I I like that. I understand why some people wouldn't, but. It's a scary mystery that's and never it, finished. I, I, or uh, a scary mystery might work as, as, <laughs> as a genre to kind of force this movie into, but I, it's also like a psychological suspense or a psychological horror. Mm. Like, it's just, it's a slow ramp up. Um, it's three college kids trying to make a movie for a student project. They don't really know each other very well, and two of the characters are literally meet on the first day that they start filming with each other. And over the course of the movie, it just goes... It starts out pretty good. They're meeting people, they're getting food at a diner, they're drinking, and then all of a sudden, when they get to the woods, man, it just goes horribly wrong. And I wouldn't even say horribly, though. It, it just kind of just goes wrong. It goes okay and then for a while. Like, just like small things that are actually a really serious problem, and they snowball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it's till it's till it's desperate. It's not like their fucking tent gets ripped out of the sky. Yeah. You know, you know. It's just like <clears throat> the map's gone. Mm-hmm. You lost the map, and it's in the nineties where we all have. So I guess we should probably set the scene. Yeah, it, it's nineteen ninety four, October right. of nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Donahue is. I th- would call her the main character, yeah. probably. I think so. Yeah. She's the one who is directing and starring in this documentary uh, about the Blair Witch um, of Burkittsville, Maryland, formerly a town called Blair, way, way back. 
Uh, she is joined by Joshua Leonard. I want to say his name is. Or uh, is that the actor's I think name? So. Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I know the, yeah. yeah. Josh Leonard Donahue. and Michael Williams. Michael Williams. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Josh Donahue. No, Heather Donahue. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm yep. Wrong. Yep. <laughs> I literally just said that. <laughs> Uh, so these are literally three college kids who have probably grown up around this area hearing the story. They're interested in figuring out what is going on with this urban legend. Now, before we even go any further than that, I am a man who has done this kind of shit before. And oh, so yeah. this entire movie is literally my worst case scenario. <laughs> I spent a big part of my life doing... I don't know if anyone listening to the podcast is familiar with Weird New Jersey, Weird Pennsylvania, the whole weird series of magazines and books that find weird urban legends in and around whatever state you happen to live in. I read all of those things about New Jersey where I grew up, and I went and I did a lot of them. So I did a lot of sneaking into places at night through the woods and like getting fucking lost because it was before everyone had a map in their pocket. And you get lost in the woods and you're living by a flashlight, and it's a bad thing. So... Luckily, I never got attacked by any demons or anything, <laughs> but this I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, I have literally been in this exact situation. I've literally been in places that look like the house at the end of the movie with the handprints everywhere. I've yep. literally done this shit. The only difference is that I survived, whereas these poor college students didn't. And if you take the movie on its for what it's trying to present to you, if you look at the movie as this is literally the last living moments of these three people, it takes on a whole new... You don't really appreciate it unless you can think about it that way. If you look at it like this is a movie, then it's not what you expect from a movie. It doesn't follow the same path as a regular movie. Then I can see why people have problems with it. But if you're able to turn off your brain and be like, this is a documentary, because that's what it's presented as. This is literally presenting the facts of people who died bringing this to you. And I think the movie's way better. If you think about it that way, I know I made this point before, but I'm really stressing it because, again, I did this shit, and I still do, but not nearly as much as I used to because I suddenly realized that I could get arrested for these things. Um, but it's, it's, it's there. Like that, this whole movie really gets to me because of that reason. And I think if anybody else who's listening has ever done any sort of quote unquote paranormal investigation, if you want to call it that, although that's a hugely masturbatory term, um, yeah, they'll probably have the same feeling. Yeah. I mean, there was, for anyone who doesn't know the weird New Jersey thing, like Tim brought up, mm -hmm. like that—that that was the and people might have seen it as like the national coverage of sure. it, like the weird U.S. or whatever. And they had a TV show at one point where they did uh, oh, right. state to state. But that started as like a little newsletter that they sold at like comic book shops. Like mm -hmm. they, the, what was the comic book shop that used to be over on like, like near uh, Kmart on Choose Landing? Uh, what the hell was it called? Uh, Viking Game? No, no. Uh, over there. Uh, Start with the G. Doesn't matter. There okay. was a comic book shop that you, and like a CD store that was over there. Full Circle. Full. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I love Full, Full Circle. Circle. <clears throat> they used to sell. I used to get it there. Yeah. And um, eventually they got bought out and became bigger. But like they'd have like it was like a little like black and white newsletter about like the blue hole and mm -hmm. one of the things that was close by that had a face on it. You know. Yeah. There was uh, the Lakeland like abandoned hospital that used yeah. to be. Ooh, I've been there. We. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we grew up yeah, yeah, in yeah. this area where there was. There actually had been. There were several. Uh, old asylums and hospitals that have since been torn most down, of them have yeah. torn down. But like there was that place. There was uh, I want to say Bryn Mawr, but it's not Bryn Mawr. Uh, fuck, it's like right outside of Philly. Doesn't matter. There's, uh, Belmar? What is it? Belmar? No, it's in Philly. It doesn't matter. There's okay. a bunch of like these old hospitals that we used to go like waltzing around in, and it yep. was like some scary shit, especially of if you go like like middle of the night. Um, but to your point about. Uh, T turning turning off that part of your brain where you're like mm -hmm. I, like it's 
years and years later, we know that this was all kind of crafted. Uh, well, it was crafted. It wasn't kind sure. of crafted. But I was trying to put myself in the like I watched this this afternoon mm-hmm. at like two o'clock, so the yeah. sun was out. That is exactly when I watched. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, oh, spooky! I, <laughs> I saw this once. Like it was well after the fact. Um, probably saw it, like one of the first Netflix movies I ever saw. But I was trying to like imagine being like, uh, how old was I in 1999? Like like thirteen. I would have been twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a in a dark movie theater, full screen. Yep. You know, with the sound like. I was trying. I kept turning the volume up on my TV to like hear the creepy sounds in the woods when yeah. like, in the middle of the night. But even if as loud as it is, it's only ever a faint impression. But I think in like a huge theater with surround sound, sure, not but I think, really knowing the whole backstory, yeah. it would have been much more effective. Sure, I'm not saying it wasn't effective. Like the first half of this movie, I was ready to like, I was ready to turn it off. Like I was. Oh really? Geez, the first half, yes. Okay. Once it starts ramping up and really getting once into they like, get out into the woods, once they're out of the car, once they're past that point when things actually start getting creepy. Okay, I was still bored up until like in the car and all that. Up until like the stones when they find pretty the, much yeah, okay. after that point, I was like, oh, I'm kind of getting invested. But and you know what? I I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think that this movie does take its time, and it might take a little too much time because if you look at the movie as a graph, like literally the last half hour. Me, I would say twenty minutes to half hour really is where you're like, you're at the edge of your seat and you're like, oh shit, like what's gonna happen? Uh, the rest of it is while good and builds character, and it really makes that last twenty to thirty minutes count. Um, it's a little, it feels slow up until you get to the tipping point where it's all just a fucking water slide of hellish dimensions straight yeah. down. I think. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the Blair Witch. Sure, I would imagine at some point so. recently. Uh, but like for me, I haven't seen it since that day in the theater. Yeah, like I've never sat down. So and it's watched literally it. been like 20 years. Yeah. Um. So I had like a faint memory of like this happened here. And, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember being kind of creepy, but I do remember being kind of disappointed. Okay. When when I okay those again we not were, what we I were 12 at but the not time. Not only that, but it's just like a. Like you were saying, Lou, there's that that kind of veil of just like, is it real? Nobody really knew at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because the whole marketing push for this movie was mm-hmm. based entirely around making it sound yeah. like these three so people on one died. Hand, yeah, on one hand, you have that hype, like, oh, is it real? But on the other, it's just like, the fucking scariest movie you've ever seen. So, And then there's that, that thing that kind of bums you out when it when it's not the scariest thing that yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah, sure. So a little to bit of watch it... Devoid of all that, mm. to just like sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. I've not seen it in years. I know it's not real. Yeah, uh, and I have zero expectations. Like I was actually very, I was far more impressed than I actually thought I was going to be. Yeah, like when I was done the movie, I was like sitting, like it was like 4 p.m. Mm. when I was done watching this movie about kids that died in the woods. Uh, spoilers. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like doing something else. I'm like playing a game and I was like, I felt weird. I was like, I feel like I just watched a fucking just three kids die. Like, yeah, it's very I, effective at that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like I wasn't like, oh, that was a movie. Like I yeah. really kind of felt like I think it does a really really good job of just like being authentic mm. because of all the things that they kind of they prep and do before sure. and during the the filming and everything. But just like I think. You know, strip away the hype and everything. It's just like this is one of the most authentic horror films that I've ever seen. I to, to agree and expand on that point. I think 
when you bring up the Blair Witch Project to a lot of people, a lot of them are like, the movie sucked. Because I saw it in 1999, and they were let down because it wasn't the scariest movie they ever mm-hmm. saw. And they never watched it again. I think to watch it now with a clearer head, devoid of those expectations, as you said, Devin, and just actually look at it as the film that it is without any of that bullshit swirling around it. And yeah, it's one of the most effective and authentic horror movies I think I've seen in a very long time. Um, that said, um, Lou, why don't we go through the plot? Well, as best as we can, because again, we can. this movie is a documentary. It's shot in tiny little segments that are vaguely stitched together in a timeline. The first, like, I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie are these kids uh, becoming acquainted, going to this town, and interviewing people about the Blair Witch. And I wanted to ask you guys, rather than go through, like, the conversation or whatever, (laughs) did any of them have any effect on you at all? Because most of them had meant nothing to me except for one. In terms of the interviews? In terms of the interviews, yeah. Um, There was one for me, and I'm I'm thinking it's the same one. Probably the same one, which, which is that? Uh, well, you guys. Uh, I mean, I'm. Th- I think we're all thinking the same one. The the little girl. The, uh, the mom holding the yeah, little yeah, girl yeah, 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 stopping yeah. her from yeah, talking yeah. about it. Yeah, it was it was it was subtle, but it was enough of like an like there's kind of something supernatural going on where like something is re- really terrifying this like I don't know three or four year old yeah. girl, mm-hmm. and she doesn't so, want her mom to talk about what I like witch. about this. And I don't know if you guys looked this trivia up on IMDb or anything, but they the directors basically told the three actors go into this town and ask people about the Blair Witch. They set up, the people that they interview are plants, so they were going around all day asking people, hey, do you know anything about the Blair Witch? What do you think of the Blair Witch? And Mm -hmm. only certain people gave responses. So that woman holding the child is a plant and I, but I don't think the child slapping yeah, her like, in the face had anything to like. I don't think that. I think that was just pure. Like, I think that was just a two-year-old girl. Like, oh, she heard the word witch, and she's like, "Fuck no!" And, the th- but, and like the concept is like, just they're to visit the cemetery where well, all yeah, these they get, children. They get the information are. from Mister from the guy who talks about Mister Parr. Yeah, they yeah. talk to the old man, and he's like, "Oh, well, there's this guy in the '40s who rounded up a bunch of kids and yeah. killed them, and he came into town and said, i 'I'm finally done.'" Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "What's that about?" And he was like, "Nothing." And then the police went and found seven <laughs> the bodies of seven missing yeah. children in his that house. That interview is probably the most pertinent. Yeah, it's definitely the most pertinent, yeah. and I think um, it's not the most uh, invoking though. If the mm-hmm. old man is an actor, he's a pretty good one because I totally bought him being an old man nervous and weird that was on camera a 17 year old girl really that is <laughs> fucking amazing CGI, baby. Makeup. they spent the entire budget on her makeup then holy All shit 60k baby but no i thought that guy did a great job um because he feels awkward on camera mm-hmm. like you would if you just brought a big fucking camera on your shoulder up to an old man's face and like, uh, hey tell me about that witch can we talk about that real quick just like it's the 90s sure uh, that camera's got to be fucking huge. So the one, uh, yeah. the girl Heather has like a handicam, like handicam, yeah. and the other guy has a big real. I think it's like a real. It's a camera. sixteen millimeter. He's using. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest, they don't really show it too much. No, 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 it's no. not a Bolex. It's not eight millimeter. It's, yeah. yeah, I've shot my. I've shot a couple yeah. Bolexes in my in, in my filmmaking career. My very 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 brief <laughs> filmmaking career. But yeah, real quick, Steve. Just so you know, uh, Steve. Sorry, Lou was enrolled potentially to be a filmmaker at UArts, but he saw a David Lynch thing called Rabbits and decided he didn't want to be a filmmaker anymore. I saw Rabbits. I uh, know what talking about. That's what you told me when uh, we were talking about David Lynch. I don't remember that. Rabbit? Yeah, you said it, it was like a furry's. Uh, the oh, Indian yeah, Empire yeah, yeah. little in-between he made. That, 
I also they fucking love it at you. Hate Pete Rose. We got into oh know. fucking Pete Rose. <laughs> oh my god, I have so many. Oh, this he's, is going the, off <laughs> he's the reason I quit the film program, and became a photographer, is because of him. Rose, because yeah. he, because he, not the bet. baseball player. Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, that's interesting. I hate Pete Rose oh, constantly he bet on himself. That son of a bitch. Matches. Yeah, yeah. He's the reason I didn't end up becoming a filmmaker at UArts. I did photography instead. But anyway, so off the rails. But well, it wasn't a Bolex. It wasn't a tiny little like handy, you know, sixty millimeter camera. Heather's got the handy cam, and she's getting you know close ups of people. Mike Mm -hmm. Williams has the big. He's like the sound guy. You always see him with the boom mic when they're doing when they record their really terrible. Um, like filming their documentary scenes where Heather's like sitting on a rock reading from a book and she's <laughs> yeah. like oh and the Blair Witch spake and it's like fuck you but uh, I actually like those scenes too because I feel like the actor who plays Heather does a good job of being an authentic person and then being as awkward as any of us were when we were doing film projects yeah. and like high school yeah. and shit on oh, yeah, they, the actual camera like, well, yeah. she stiffens really right well. up Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like the trying to be is, the yeah. pretentious, like, uh, well, the plan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at the very beginning of the film, she's like, I don't want this to be cheesy at all. Exactly. And then, like, fucking, like, ten minutes later, she's, like, sitting there reading this fucking reading a book on Coffin Rock. Book. Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Coffin Rock. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, so they do the interviews. Uh, they meet a couple of people who are willing to talk to them about the Blair Witch. Uh, the old man having the most information. He sets us up with the story of Mr. Parr, who abducted the children. Uh, there's, I did think the little girl, Lou, was creepy, um, just because it they couldn't have told the little girl to freak out. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's, like, it's very authentically, like, that's it's child boating. You're like, yeah. ooh. And that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they find... Uh, the, the very next scene is them talking to the fishermen, right? Yeah, Don't they? yeah. yeah. The father and son or whatever. No, or whatever no, no. They, they, were. They, they interview that one lady. Oh, Mary. The fishermen go. They're, oh, the crazy they're going yeah. Oh, right, right. The, the crazy lady. What was right. her name? Mary something? Not but, like, sure. they build up. The, okay, this is a problem I have. They build up that interview like it's going to be, like, awesome. The, yeah. Like, something. And then it's just sort of like, she's a hairy lady. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they hear about this lady, Mary Bush, or something like that. And they find her trailer way off on the distance of town, and they're building it up like, oh, we can't wait to talk to Crazy Mary. This is going to be some good information. And then the interview is just like, literally, this woman who's dressed like she's like a 1940s churchgoer, holding a Bible in her hand, essentially. And she's just like, when I was a kid, uh, I was fishing with my dad, and I was laying in the leaves, and I saw a hairy woman over top of me, and then she left me alone. And it's yeah. like, oh, great. <laughs> That she was a really, really harrowing like, tale, Mary. Seem as crazy. Either. Yeah, she doesn't. And then the, that's the other thing that I think doesn't work about the Mary scene is that later on they're like, "Oh, the fucking crazy lady, right?" I'm like, she didn't say anything that yeah. weird. They reference actually stuff. Well, they said like that she, she doesn't actually say. Well, they were like the Mary woman said she was a, a scientist and she was a historian. And oh yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. she's just saying things. that she's an but, like, expert in all. This these is a crazy movie not fields. made by those people. They're showing all the footage they shot. Why did they cut out that stuff? Well, because if you go to the website, Steve. I know. Which <laughs> I did. Website with the journal. Which I did. I went to the website and so uh Heather's up uh, Heather's mom um found hired somebody to go looking for them years after the police had given up and they find all of this um 
all these films, all these film cans, essentially, and the police won't release them to them. They're looking through them for evidence. Mm. They release a little bit of it to the parents of the three missing children, um, and they're like, okay, but like, okay, where's the rest of it? They didn't f- have all this shit with them for eight days and come okay, up with just 30 seconds. And sense. so more of it comes out, and then eventually they overturn the police withholding it from them with a lawsuit, and uh, Heather's mom hands it off to the production company and says put this together in a timeline make a movie yeah so the (laughs) if there's anything missing you could potentially blame it on the fact that whoever was producing or editing this movie together didn't think it was important and i mean like just looking at the movie you'd have to assume they shot so much footage you know so much more and to to kind of just get to the meat of it which is the woods yeah you know they they seem like they i mean yeah they kind of do just they go to town it's they get like the two bits of information they actually need and yep. everything else is kind of just glossed well, over. Yeah, because Mary mentions Coffin, Coffin Rock, I think. Yeah. And so that's why they decide to go to Coffin Rock where they meet with the two fish. Well, the fishermen are like, oh, Coffin Rock is up that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you follow the old logging trail, you can get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also, uh, the old man fisherman mentions part of a story um, with the, they found the guys who were lashed together. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, they like a little hung, girl. They strung them up. So, the, so a little girl goes missing. At one point in time, and a search party is dispatched for her. Um, everyone, but she returns at some point, like just on her grandma's porch, like mm-hmm. nothing's wrong. One of the search parties doesn't come back, and they mm-hmm. find the search party. All five guys, each guy's hands tied to the next guy's feet, and they're all disemboweled. All of their innards are ripped out and thrown all over the road. Yeah. So the search party that finds the other search party is like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And leaves to go get the sheriff. And by the time they come back, all the bodies are gone. Yeah. And so that happened at Coffin Rock. And then they tell them how to get there. And I will stress, Tim makes this sound far more interesting than the movie does. Like, they're kind of <laughs> just like, well, you know, this thing happened. Yeah, they're just sort of like reciting a legend like, that they probably overheard. Like, well, the, and year. I think the reason why I don't, I'm not bothered by that is because if someone asked me to talk about... Uh, the gates of hell, or the or yeah. Clinton Road up in Clifton. I would be able to recite just the same things automatically yeah. without having a lot of inflection or emotion mm-hmm. into it because I don't. I'm not that invested in it. Tim, but, tell me about the Easter egg house in Ariel. I don't know anything about an Easter egg Ooh, house. We've a house around. that's shaped like an Easter egg. There's one in Ariel. Huh? I know. <laughs> All right, we're going to stop recording and we're going to go check out this Easter egg house. We'll right be right <laughs> back. Whoa! Mexico. What a crazy Easter egg! Oh, <laughs> it was filled with Cadbury. Who? The whole house was just a big cream egg. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, Coffin Rock. Coffin <laughs> Rock, yeah. Um, so the the three kids, uh, our three heroes, our intrepid heroes, Heather, Josh, and Mike, get in, pile in Josh's car, and they drive up towards the old logging road so they can make it out to Coffin Rock. Now, they get to Coffin Rock, and they film a crappy scene for their crappy documentary. Yeah, she's complaining. Um, she's like, I don't know if the... The sound's gonna be right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, rec- I, I have it on, uh, I have a digital, I have a recorder right here, so I, I recorded sound differently from the video. I'll just <laughs> sync it up later. I really like that she's like a pretentious asshole at this point in the movie before she gets like her comeuppance kicked into her face repeatedly. <laughs> I mean, she, uh, yeah, I mean, it, this leads right into it, but she is such a bullshitter. Yeah. And not in like the, like, just like, things are clearly, she's clearly wrong. And yeah. She's like, no! Yeah. Pretty no, sure we're, we're, we're going, going this way. We're yeah. going this way. The entire we're going the right way. Next the cemetery is you that said, one. Yeah, and she's like, they're going to the cemetery because yeah, yeah. somebody told them that the there's a a monument to the seven children that were killed, and they're going to the cemetery. Yeah. And they're like, you said it was twenty minutes away two hours ago. How fucking far away is the cemetery? And she's like, oh, it's right over there. Let's yeah. just keep going. And so they burn like a whole day 
marching through the woods towards the cemetery. They do find it, and it is creepy because it's yeah. not like they're not like crucifixes or headstones. It's just little piles of rocks for each kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very. I, I dug that. Yeah, I, because I like, it comes back later. Sure, but I like that it's very. It's um, I know a lot about like folklore and shit, and that's a very uh, paganistic m- marking for a mm-hmm. burial site. And if we're talking about witches, duh. But I just like, I mean, it's just like a nice touch. Well, the, uh, I think. One of them, I think Josh, like, knocks one of yeah, them yeah, over. Yeah, somebody accidentally knocks a rock over. Yeah, and he's like, well, whatever. And she yeah, tries to put it back together to it and back. she, like, kisses the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this is the part where I was bored because I don't remember that happening. Oh, I yeah, watched yeah. this, like, three hours ago. <laughs> sure. Well, it happens with you in particular. <laughs> that's that's but, very true. But that comes back later. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they see the rocks, somebody knocks them over, Heather puts them back as best she can. And I wonder if we're going... I, I have two theories about this movie. If we're going with the theory that there actually is a monster chasing okay. these kids, do you think it's because they disturbed the cemetery? Well, what's the other theory? The other theory is that they the actual people in the film seem to think that people are doing this to them well tim i'll throw another theory at you okay uh this is pretty popular on the internet right now okay uh guy fieri was doing it <laughs> no, no 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 it's, listen at uh, easter egg house josh and mike are the actual killers what? really oh, yeah getting, like screams so what it is is Josh disappears. Apparently, in the original script, uh-huh. Josh was supposed to be exes. You were talking about this earlier, Devin. Exes with uh, Heather. Heather. Yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be related. Briefly. Dated briefly. And yeah. they don't know Mike. Josh knows Mike. Yeah. But Heather doesn't know Mike. Right. So, so she's trusting Josh to be... They're going to go off into the woods and do this documentary. That's and keep nice. in mind, this is just a theory. I don't particularly agree to it. I just okay. think it's interesting. It is interesting. So they go out into the woods. They do all their stuff. They see these rocks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey... We just, you know, we can make some stick men creep, you know, set the scene up, lead her to believe this. We'll lead her out into the woods, into this house. Kill her. It's a fun theory. Yeah. I didn't say it's very accurate. Uh, uh, I recommend checking it out yeah. if you ever have a night you want to rewatch the movie. My theory that. is that uh, I think they're, they're fucked anyway. I think as soon as they spent the night in the woods, they're done. But I think that Josh... Because, like I said, he I'm knocked sure the rock he's over, and yeah. that's why Josh kind of gets screwed. Gets like first. his pack and everything yeah. gets all messed up, and there's slime all over it. Yeah, and then he, you know, that's actually a story for it I could have done without. What the fuck is there blue jelly all over my shit? <laughs> Doesn't read well either. You no. guys got cigarettes and jelly all over my fucked up blue jelly everywhere. Ah, yeah, I love. There's not jelly bad. on. Oh wait, no, there is jelly on it. Yeah, like it's bad improv. You have to agree with what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> we have a way far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so they see the rocks, and they have to make camp for the night, essentially. They make camp for the night. First night, I think, goes smoothly. I don't they think hear anything. things in the woods, but they're just... Sure, like, but they have, they wake up, and well, they're like, yeah, oh, could well, have like been... Heather actually, says... The you... first one is, they don't show the first night. It's just Josh. Uh, he's Talking like, about... Yeah, I thought I heard, like, an owl, uh, and then I heard a cackling. Cackle, yeah, and yeah, Mike yeah. goes, I would have shoot myself if yeah. I heard cackling. <laughs> Well, they also... Uh, you're acting all this out like you're in the original Resident Evil video game. I know. <laughs> Who opened that door? Yeah. That's uh, not a line. Well, no, the, the line... Uh, <laughs> the line... Uh, the, right before they're in bed, they're just talking about, like, farting in the tent. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Yeah, yeah. And that's a stupid... It's a silly thing to bring up, but, like, what I like is that it's intimate. You know? It's like... It's three people laughing, they, they all, like, talking, yeah, they all having a good time. Set up in this one tent. Like, mm-hmm. they... For whatever reason... Uh, 
they don't really explain, but like later in the movie, they uh, they all have their own tents. But like for the first night, they just set Did up. They? No, yeah. they start. There's multiple tents. There's multiple tents in the beginning, and then they all start sleeping in the same tent. No, no, the but end. the first night, they're talking about farting, and because they're all in the same tent, and they're like, "Oh, there's a that, fart tax." But I think they're just talking about farts. But they do have multiple. <laughs> they tents. fucking maybe right? Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, is uh, is like these are people. Mm. You know, they're just talking yes. about stupid. Yeah. They're talking about farting. And you know? if you've ever been in college or mm. been on a camping trip, farts are going to come up. And I'm just saying, like, doubt. compared to like movies <laughs> in the '90s, like the you know late mid sure. to late '90s, like nobody's really talking. Like that's I can be like I can absolutely see why people thought this was real because farts. it's yeah that's a true yeah. sort of intimate real yeah, life like, conversation eh, to have. Yeah. Like oh, so I'm not allowed to do this, but he could fart as much as he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I never that, said he could fart. <laughs> yeah, and then the next day, That's yeah, it. like you said, they they wake up. The one guy's like, I heard something. And it could have been an owl, but then I definitely heard someone laughing. Yeah, yeah. and cackling. then... Because you have to make it more witchy. Yeah. And that's when the problems start. Sure. You know? Uh, that's when they realize that well, hey, Heather is, like, convinced they're oh, going the God. right way. Well, yeah, they say, can we look at the map? She's like, here. And she's like, well, where'd we start? She's like, well, it's off the map. Yeah. I'm like, what? And they're like, well... Because we had to go around mm. to get to the... And they're like, what? Are and you talking the well, no, like, she, yeah. she makes sense. She The She's way she describes bullshit. it is, she hits Coffin Rock, then they're going to the cemetery, and then they're hitting one more thing. And then they're going from that thing straight to the car. Yeah, so she's like, well, so we have to go she straight. Hit all, she hit all the landmarks, and then she's taking the direct route to the car. Rather and they're than saying, the they're saying, again. why aren't we taking the route that we took yeah. to go back to the car? And she's like, well, because it was faster to go the way we did, and now this is the fastest way to the car but, from where we are. And they were like, that's okay, fine, fucking whatever. Yeah. But I'm There's, just watching it, and as that, as the problem kind of keeps compounding, mm-hmm. like she's like, no. No, I mean, because that's, like, that's what we had to... And, like, you could tell she's not too sure, but she's yeah. just saying she is. And I was sure. like, man, fuck you, Heather. Like, <laughs> See, this hell? is where that theory gets interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, they take the map from Heather. Yeah. And, like, and then it's become- Mike's like, oh, oh. I'll say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean... Spoilers! We're, we're, pretty much, we're pretty much on track at this point, right? Uh, as much as we can be, yeah. <laughs> with, this, with this movie, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. But... Well... <laughs> And you know, like, I, I I would just want to say before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I kind of think all of the scenes of Mike and Josh being like, "Turn that fucking camera off," are they work? Because if you've ever had someone do something really annoying while mm-hmm. you're in a desperate situation, or like even just a mildly uncomfortable one, your patience wears thin really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are lost. <laughs> And, and they, they are hungry. Like yeah, yeah they, had, they brought food for like may- at most two days, and now they're on day three in the woods, and they're like, "Okay." Put the fucking camera down and use the map to get us out of here. Mm-hmm. Do uh, any of you guys have friends who Snapchat incessantly? Negative yeah. ghost right. uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. similar. It's like uh, I oh, have that's where friends. you're going with it. I yeah, was like, well, no, I'm just, I'm just no. They're Snapchat. always Snapchatting me pictures of maps, and I don't know where I'm supposed <laughs> to go. No, it's just like I, I have a few friends that just like they're constantly just like bringing out Snapchat and taking videos of dumb shit. And it's like, I don't care about any yeah. of this. And yeah, so imagine that, only lost in the woods. And hungry and tired and hungry, and, and all of the shit that you rented is due back, and it's going to cost you more money than you can possibly come up with. I mean, that's another thing that I love. And, you know, like I said, just adds on to what I really like about the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Well, one, uh, yeah, the, the map's not working out, and in that era, like, that's a 
That's a that's problem. A, that's a right? big problem. In yeah. And then and then the guy's like, "Dude, I got fucking work tomorrow." I'm like, supposed to be there yeah. at and nine. The other guy's like, "I gotta drop my dad's camera off. Like, yeah. we're gonna He's get in trouble." That recorder. Yeah, what is a dat recorder actually? Uh, dat is a diddle, uh, digital audio tape. So. A diddle no, 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 audio she tape. Had diddle, get, she had to get the dat recorder, but Josh had to return his father. He borrowed yeah. the camera from his father. Yeah, one was the camera, one was the dat recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then the other guy was like, somewhere. "I got fucking work." I, think I have some in there. But and he's pissed. Yeah, like, he's, he's like mad. screaming, and, and they're like, shit. "Dude, calm down. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about it right now. We have to get through another night." And then the car's just—I swear it's right over there. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, bullshit, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know how the movie goes. Jackass. <laughs> to be fair. No, no, it's right, to be it's right up the hill. They're like, that, that was two hours ago. They're just in the woods. They're, they're, they're not getting out of them woods. <laughs> I, I like the part where one of the guys is like, this area isn't this fucking big. If we just go in a direction, we'll get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good point. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, you know. Unfortunately, um... Whatever compass they're using doesn't work particularly well because they, I that's way ahead. But well, I not really only, I, I think at some point everything works right. It's just the woods are fucking with them. Right. Yeah. I don't I think, think it's like she's like, well, I don't know, East well, Shore. Like yeah. it's really because a witch is. Yeah. I guess Bewitching in the context, them. she's sure. like molding the forest into a point where it's never ending. But we get into uh, the second night. Is the second the second night is where they wake up and they find the rock. Things around there. They hear noises again, yeah. Yeah, they basically, it's a. <coughs> they're lost Sorry. in the woods. Uh, they argue a little bit, and then they wake up, and there's. Uh, there, there are noises all night, and then I think on the third day is when they wake up, and there's rocks. Yeah. There, there are um, even more intense noises outside of the tent, and they wake like up and children children laughing. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, there's children laughing. Oh, that's laughing, what it was, yeah. And, um, yeah, they wake up to the rocks. But what I like about the, the second night scene is that Heather is like, I need to get this. I need to see what's out there. You need to turn on the dat. We need to record this audio. Oh, and yeah, Michael's cause... like, I'm not fucking going out there. Mm-hmm. I like, I totally agree with Michael, but I also totally get why Heather is interested because yeah. as someone who did this kind of shit, if I could get evidence of something creepy on tape, I would totally do that. Yeah. I would risk my life to do that. But uh, yeah, third night they wake up to three rock formations outside the tent, yeah. which There's is three like of them, and they were meant to creepy, mark graves. Dude. Yeah. That's a fucking threat right there. It's such a small thing. But I it's didn't think about so it like creepy. that. Yeah, that's a fucking threat because yeah. there were seven piles of rocks for the seven kids that died. Mm-hmm. The witch or whoever is following them leaves three piles of rocks for the three people she's going to take out by the time the movie yeah, ends. Yeah. And then and that's then a fucking the- that's absolutely a threat. And so like I think Heather is like, oh, this is really exciting. This is really cool. And they're but, like, yo, let's. Yeah, go. like we gotta go. But I think <laughs> Heather actually probably realizes what it is more so than the other two. I think she's able to make the link between the two things. Well, yeah, because it's her project. And, and the, the other two guys are kind of like, whatever. We're getting out of here. Like one mm-hmm. guy's still thinking about work when there's the fucking I'm going to kill you rock piles outside of your <laughs> yeah. front door. And he's like, my boss is gonna kill me. But at that part, they're like, we need to go. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, spoiler alert, they go, they argue some more, they yell at each other a lot, they say some mean shit. Well, they make Heather cry at one point. Well, okay. <laughs> you gotta do a map check. Yeah, yeah, see, at that point, they find out that the map's gone. That and when she, they're trying to leave, oh, yeah. they're like, that's, after, the, that's after the stones, but yeah, before yeah. the stick men. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they wake up, they're like, alright, let's go, and then she's like, Oh, do you have the map? I don't have the map. <laughs> and it's funny because, because like knowing what happens, like Mike walks up, he's like, "You can't find the map." <laughs> yeah, dude, what like, Mike, the do map? you know where the map went? No, no. Yeah, so yeah, so they're Twirling upset his and screaming at each other. Yeah. yeah, Josh and Heather are going back and forth, and she's like, "Seriously, just tell me the truth. Do you have the map? It was in my pocket. It is no longer in my pocket." 
and he's like, I didn't go into your fucking pants and take the fucking map. Yeah. Where is it? And she's like, I guess I don't have it. It was in my pocket. It's not there. And he, he lays into her. He is like, that is the least responsible thing you could have possibly done. She's like, I fucking know. I know. And she owns her shit and she's crying and she's upset. And Mike's just like, stop fighting. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. Well, and then Mike's the, Mike starts out as the guy that butts heads with. He starts off as heaven. the guy, yeah, because he he doesn't know her. She's a very forceful personality. In the beginning, he's kind of like, "What the f-? like? I'm not fucking going out there. Like, fuck yeah. you and fuck your project. This is my life, and I'm not risking it." Yeah. And then uh, he and he Josh yeah. is like the Come hey, on, he's the one who he's playing arbitrator between yeah. those two. Uh, about this point in the movie, there was role switch where Mike is the one who's like, guys. If we if we're gonna get out of here, we gotta work together. Let's just pick a direction and, and go. Josh and Josh is like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, no, jo- he, Josh, Josh is like mad, ape shit. Yeah, he's really mad about the map uh, being missing. Yeah, but like during that day, they come across the, you know, the iconic Blair Witch things. Yeah, and Mike's like, that's voodoo shit over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> he says it. <laughs> oh my god, it's voodoo shit. And, uh, you know, and then... Did you he see, say voodoo? Oh, yeah, yeah, he says, I always thought he said, there's some food over here! And then <laughs> I, that's what stick. I thought he said. And then when I heard, like, because no, he said he repeats he says, himself, like, three times. He says, there's some stuff over here. He says, and Heather says, what? what stuff? And he goes, all this voodoo shit. Yeah, okay. I always thought he said, food! All this <laughs> there's cheeseburgers over here! Not at all what later. happens, guys. That's later. Not then. at all what happens. Not even uh, close. But, in fact, uh, there's a part where they are crossing a river. Uh, stream. I'm sorry. They cross and, uh, yeah, many Heather, streams. You see Heather's uh, wet, dumpy butt. As she, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, no, that's earlier. Yeah. Uh, but as she get as it. they're crossing the stream, her boots get wet, and Mike starts laughing, loses his and shit, he's laughing. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And they're like, "We need to continue the car." And Mike's like, "No, we don't." Oh! And he starts laughing, and he's like, "And the fucking map, I kicked it in the river." And that's yeah. when everyone's like. Wait, what? So, to set that scene a little bit better, Steve, no offense. Um, <laughs> Please do. Are, <laughs> Heather's boots get wet at one point when she's trying to cross the stream. The other two guys uh, start laughing because it's like she's so prim and proper and perfect. And she's been talking about how she's like, she presents this image of being like, she knows what she's doing. She is the outdoorsman. She's the leader of this group and she fucking falls in the river. And it's just fucking funny to them. Yeah. It's funny to Josh because he's like, whatever, my fucking boots are wet too. This is the first time anything remotely inconvenient has happened to you. <laughs> so I think it's kind of funny. And then Mike is like, hey, you know what else is all wet? The fucking map I kicked in the fucking river the other day. And they're like, no, really? And he's like, yeah, it wasn't doing us any fucking good, so I just fucking threw it in the river. And then Josh is like, you killed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, like, tackles it. Like, they get into a fist fight, a yeah. brief one, but a fist fight, where he's, and Heather is screaming, if we die out here, it is your fault. Because I agree with Mike in that the map wasn't doing a whole lot of good. But, but it's also the one admits, thing that you have to maybe get you in the right direction. But he also admits earlier in the movie, he's like, "This shit's Greek to me." Yeah, he doesn't know yeah, how to read a map, and she's like, "He's like, it, I couldn't fucking read it." And she's like, "I fucking could." <laughs> and it, like, I like that scene because I think okay, that was the scariest are... scene in the movie when I was younger. When I first saw it, yeah, it because sticks out when to you. you. See mm-hmm. the guy. That's one of the scenes I, I remember like clear as day. Because you see the guy essentially kind of go a little crazy. He snaps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snap. You can and definitely then tell he's lost it. Everything breaks down. Like yep. they start screaming. I was like, wow. And like this is a weird thing that I was like, that Heather girl can fucking scream. Yeah. Oh, like, she, can she scream has like a, a blood curdling scream. Yeah. 
and they're like freaking out, you know, screaming, shaking. At, screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucking killed us. If we die out here, it's yeah, your yeah. fault. Why the fuck would you do that? And he is trying to defend his actions while <laughs> Very he, poorly. He, as he's doing it, he's kind of like, yeah, that was dumb, wasn't? You can see this look mm-hmm. on his face where he's like coming down off of the snapping of getting rid of their one thing that they could use to escape. Where he's kind of like, I just, it wasn't doing any good. It wasn't doing us any fucking good, so I fucking got rid of it. It was causing too many problems. Like we were fighting over the fucking map, so I just fucking destroyed it. And you then kicks a map in a river, though. That's so. Do you weird. okay? Like, well, it, like well, you throw guys, it into the river. I think he crumpled think... it into a ball and probably kicked it. Yeah, but do you guys think that Mike was just being a jackass, or do you think like he was kind of under, not like possessed when he kicked it, but like yeah. you know, like I think the woods no. themselves were screwing with him, and then he was. No, he was I, I think that he was. So he was just being a douche. I, yeah, I think he was just like tired, frustrated. All, everyone at this point, regardless of whether or not the map exists is on the brink of losing their fucking minds. Yeah. And I think that they go a long way of showing Mike as being like the scaredy cat kind of character earlier yeah. on. So I well, think he's, he's the he's first the, to snap. He's the audience. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. the first to be like, fuck this shit. And so he kind of, I think he just kind of loses it. And he's like, we need to work together as a team to get out of here. And maybe his deranged mind is thinking, this map is what's causing all of our problems. If I get rid of it, we'll get along. We won't <laughs> argue over the map and we can just go in a straight line until we find somebody. Um, spoiler alert doesn't work out for him and they the relationship between the team is fucking destroyed at this point i feel like heather and josh still have some kind of like okay maybe there's some hope for us but like finding out that the map is gone forever and it was intentionally destroyed by what member of the party really fucks with heather and josh and they're kind of looking at each other and looking at mike like is why did we bring him Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know uh, but we get to my personal, one of my pa- personal favorite scenes next at the next night when they camp. That's when shit really hits the fan and the tent is getting like pushed around. And um, well, they hear kids laughing again. They hear the kids laughing they hear and just noises. Nobody is sleeping. When they go to set up camp this night, Mike is like, "I will take the first watch because now they're having people watch the camp." That's how you know shit is bad because you can I can fall asleep in the woods pretty much without a problem in a tent like. If someone is standing up, staying up watch in 1994, like this isn't a D and D campaign, you know, yeah. like shit has really hit the fan. If you think you are in mortal danger and you're willing to stay up for four hours, then wake up your friend to stay up for the next four hours just so somebody can sleep a full night. There's a real issue here. Yeah. Um, and the tent gets attacked. They're all sitting in the tent talking, and it looks like somebody's just shaking it. And they're like, they hear the kids, and there's a lot of kids. There's a, a whirlwind of noise basically at this mm-hmm. point, and they get up and they run. Uh, Josh is already out of the tent at this point because he was he took the first wash and, yeah. and they run and they're just fucking running and she the Heather is screaming what the fuck is that what the fuck is that as she's running and you, Mike is recording her as she, she's running that scene stands out to me because like you said her scream is so blood curdling yeah. I've seen this movie a couple of times in my life every time during that scene where she is screaming and just like the worst fear I've you can possibly hear a human being the hair on the back of my neck stands up because I'm just it's just like a natural response like holy shit <laughs> to that point I up until the scene right preceding this like mm-hmm. when they were still it was still daytime this is when you woke up you're like oh I, well, are I was I was bored I was <laughs> yeah. honestly yeah, right. bored like somewhere like a couple lines back on my notes I said I feel like I'm being punished like I really was <laughs> bored out of my mind this scene gave me true anxiety yeah when they're running through the like starting I, I knew because I read like before I watch these movies, I like I go through like the 
the trivia just like, sure. I, I mean i knew enough about this film that i didn't have to like i wasn't worried about spoilers so like mm-hmm. i knew about like the tent thrashing scene yeah because they never told the actors they were going to do that that was yeah. a genuine they fear. came at them in the um, middle of the night and when they took off running uh that's when i started really feeling, feeling that anxiety when she says what the fuck there's a scene that wasn't actually mm-hmm, filmed did mm-hmm. you read about that yeah yeah when she's saying what the fuck the camera person was supposed to pen left or right and there was actually a guy in like like it's with his face covered with like a white shawl or a dress mm-hmm. or something like that running alongside them in the woods but because it never panned they basically did like one take or two takes and mm-hmm. never filmed it so it never made it in i think it's more effective that way i think it's way yeah, more yeah, effective yeah, yeah, that yeah. way because uh, it was supposed to, i guess yeah it was supposed to be like the blair witch like right, they were just yeah. going to see her in her scraggly like you yeah. know dress and the fact that it didn't make it like and the fact why love I, it. I love it is love because it. It's the unknown. It's the, they're hearing noises. You kind of don't know what's going on. She says something. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like the, what the fuck is that? Like, I thought maybe she saw a big, um, like a Blair Witch symbol mm. or something like that. A like, big stick man. Yeah. I thought so. I like, I wasn't sure, but yeah. that's the point. Like, what, what was it? Exactly. Yeah, it, it what is she freaking out about? Mind. Yeah, you're exactly. Like, what is it? My big problem with a lot of modern horror movies is that in modern horror, unfortunately, the mantra has become like seeing is believing, seeing the spooky thing, seeing the monster, seeing the ghost is more important than making me fear the ghost. So the fact that this is a 20 something year old woman running for her life through the forest with two of her friends and she looks to her left and then runs faster and says, what the fuck is that? (laughs) What the fuck is that and it's like and it's like a blood curdling stream different read than how she normally speaks yeah like because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. so in control all the time when they're lost she's like hey no i know exactly where we're going and then all of a sudden she's not in fucking control when she feels like her life is really in danger and i love that fucking scene yeah. that's the scene where he loses his mind and he admits to kicking the map in the river i remember being a kid when i saw this movie the first time and thinking like Shit just got I real, essentially. In my seat. I was yeah, like, like, oh, like that's no. when you kind of realize that none of these people are getting out of this, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck!" And then that scene coming right after it, like what I meant when I said earlier that this movie is great at ramping up tension. We went through 45 minutes to an hour of boring, you could argue, setup world building. Essentially, here's people talking about the Blair Witch. Here's what she does. Here, David uh, David Parr, the murderer who killed the seven children, he used to make one stand in the corner when he because he couldn't bear the eyes watching him when he killed the other yeah. ones. All that other shit like all general urban legend stuff people fucking around in the woods normal you know not hugely entertaining necessarily within a span of five minutes my yeah. kicking the map into the river to them running for their lives through the woods yeah, them finding with the not, map's gone yeah finding the blair the stones the map's gone the stick uh, men the stick men uh map he kicked in the river yeah like it's all yeah and that's all in the span of one day that's yeah. like the you know that's like day four and that's yeah. when shit gets really real oh boy yeah, yeah. and oh, so boy. they all regroup they're like standing in a clearing together and they're like sh- they wait they're like he's like what time is it please tell me it's close to morning or something and she's like three and he's like fuck <laughs> because that means they have to stand in the woods yeah, yeah. for three hours waiting for the sun to come up before they can go back for their shit so they stand around until like five when the sun is coming up, they go back to their camp. All of Josh's stuff has been ripped apart. His pack is torn open. There's like weird jelly, which I think is a really dumb, <laughs> dumb fucking plot point. 
and one of the problems I have with the movie because you could have just it could have just been his shit got messed with, and I would that would have been way more effective does, than does saying still oh, there's blue jelly on it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's still, still serious, serious because problem. they they made a point of not fucking with the Heather or Michael stuff. Josh's yeah. stuff got fucked up, and they even again said they, that's a threat. They poured out his water like they did. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says that they poured out my fucking water, and you're yeah. like, oh, that's all the shit's that's covered real bad when you're yeah. lost in and the woods. Yeah, after you know they go back and they find Josh's stuff. Josh has his breakdown. That's yeah. when he snaps. Yes, and there's a scene where it's like he's off crying yeah and mike's like don't just leave him alone get the camera just give, and give him five minutes give him five minutes i i i mean just and he's like why the fuck was my shit fucked up <laughs> you know like he's smart enough to realize like that's sending a message about mm. him in particular yeah and if you remember who kicked over the rocks it's probably him yeah but I, again i like i i I go back and forth. Do I think that there actually is a Blair Witch? Or do I think that there's just people out there? I mean, to me, it's a hundred times scarier if it's like a group of people hunting them. I don't I, know why that is. I just, I, I'm I way more to, scared of humans than I am of supernatural I have supernatural to believe it's beings. a witch. There's no way they... Because, they, the, the, you know, the next day they, they walk all day for like true. 15 hours. And, and circle around. They go in a circle. Yeah, I like, guess that's true. And she has been camping... <sighs> But this isn't our first. But I like, yeah, it's not our first rodeo. But I, I, I like that. I, I like the idea <laughs> okay. that the the gloss over people. that guy's I, rodeo. Yeah, I, you never heard that phrase. Um, I, 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 I like the idea that they think they're being fucked with by people. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm. like that they think that the noises in the forest. There's too many of them. It can't be one single thing because it's on all sides of them. They think they are being fucked with by like. They even say a couple times like, "Who, who would be out here?" But like fucking. Blackwoods people that are like you ever see Deliverance like yeah, yeah. yeah they even draw that comparison um, and so yeah I guess as a viewer you're kind of led to believe that it is a witch because of the way they keep going around in a circle um, and when they find out they walk all day and get back to the same stream they just crossed that's when Heather has her breakdown and she's like yeah. it's a different log no see look it's a different log and she's it's the same fucking log and she's crying and that's when Josh holds a camera in her face and mm-hmm. is like oh, that's a brutal that's, that's, that's really yeah. uncomfortable it actually, um, I drew a parallel with that to uh, M. Night Shyamalan's latest movie, The Visit, uh, okay, where yeah, yeah. Uh, the brother turns the camera on his filmmaker sister and makes her go through a really uncomfortable moment and makes her cry. Um, you can eat it. Yeah. Taste it, sister. So they re- like, and he's like, so why do you fucking film everything we do? And she's like, it's the last fucking thing I have left, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and I thought that line works but kind of doesn't there's there's well, like lines that just feel awkward in this what movie. i liked right before his like freak out yeah he's like it's later it's earlier in the night mm-hmm. something like that and he's josh is on the camera and he's recording her and he's like i see why you use this camera oh it's, it's filtered re- it's not it's quite filtered, reality yeah yeah it's filtered, it's filtered reality, reality yeah. or something like that so it doesn't quite like, feel real when you look at it through this yeah and i was like huh and like it's I think it's like a little too like smart of a comment. To it's make. like it's way too on the nose. Like, hey, that's why she didn't stop filming because yeah, 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 yeah. because it makes her feel like she's not actually in this horrible situation. Get it? Get it? Yeah, get it? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, to go back to what we always talk about. It's like Joe Pesci saying "Home Alone" yeah. in "Home Alone." <laughs> <laughs> I love those scenes. The titular lines. Yeah, scenes. I had the titular mm. line in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I'm so yes. sick of all these Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, never mind. No, uh, no, I saw it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but when he brought it up, I don't remember why you brought it up at, at some point in a recent episode, but I had never seen that. You made me go watch it. Okay. So, anyway. Good. I'm glad you did. Uh, I did. It was but, like, what I like when Josh freaks out and 
I read some stuff, like, you know, some trivia stuff mm-hmm. that kind of wasn't the real plan, but when Josh freaks out, Mike's like, hey, 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 let's, can we calm down? Like, yeah. kind of glossing over the fact that he was sort of, it's kind of sort of his fault yeah. entirely, almost. But, like, oh, these are people. Like, I keep going back to this, yeah. but this is what I loved about the movie, is yeah. like, Oh, they're all kind of assholes. Yeah, everyone's reaction feels real. Like, everybody's cool, and everybody has a a freak-out, psycho, mm -hmm. jerk-off moment. Sure. Like, Josh really loses it. Yep. And then, you know... That kind of forces Heather to have her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just breaks down. She she doesn't lash out, and she's not an Mm -hmm. asshole about it. She just breaks down. But what I like about that is that when everything's going fine, they all get along absolutely great. They're all laughing and having a great time. When they're taken out of their element... And they're lost in the woods. That's when people's real personalities start to come out, and I like that because that's very true to life. Uh, so at this point in the movie, uh, they have to camp another night. Again, and Josh, they wake up and Josh is gone. They weird shit happens. They hear noises. They're like, "We're not going out of this fucking tent." Like, I can't sleep, but I'm not fucking leaving this tent. Yeah. And they wake up in the morning. Josh is just gone. Josh was in the tent with them, but now he's gone. And they're like. She's uh, Heather's freaking out. She's like, "Hey, I, Josh, jo- we we never go out of earshot. Where the fuck is Josh?" Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, well, "He's probably at the river. Like, he's probably taking a piss. Leave him alone." And then very quickly they realize that Josh is legitimately missing. Yeah, all of his stuff is still at the campsite. Yep. Like yep. he's got. And it's because now good. it's especially bad because there now there were two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts a lot of pressure on this new friendship you could call it of Heather and Mike. And they search all day for Josh, thinking maybe he'll come back. And they hit a point where they're like, fuck it. Like, yeah, we, got, we gotta go. We're gonna go east. Yeah. Because south didn't work out. We're just gonna walk. How do you feel about east? They picked okay. based on the Wicked Witch of the yes. west or the east. And the east was the good one. The west was the bad one. But the funny bit is... Let's go east. If you want to be smarmy about it, uh, they're both bad. The north is the good witch. I thought Glinda was the good witch of the north. I guess she is the good well, witch of the north. One yeah, of the yeah. houses falls on he, the one witch. They're both evil. That's, what, right. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. know if that's just a goofer. That's super fucking clever. I think it's super <laughs> fucking clever in that they were like, oh, which one was the bad witch? West? Let's go the opposite of that. Yeah, Not yeah. realizing that the Wicked Witch of the it's... East is the one who gets crushed by the house in the beginning. Because yeah. nobody knows that one. Because they never say, they do, but it's not, she's not a character in the movie. She exactly. dies yeah. before she gets to do anything. They take nope. her shoes. Yeah. They f- yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> they take her shoes. But anyway. She's thug as shit. They're kind of like, fuck it. We, I know Josh is nice. You reminded me of Last Action Hero. (laughs) (laughs) Take his shoes. That's my my Charles Dance impression. Pretty good. If Um, God were a villain, he'd be me. (laughs) Underrated bad guy. Have you done that yet? No, we haven't. No. Listen, when we do. the end of Halloween. (laughs) Okay. You're more than welcome to come back for Last Action Hero because I love that movie. I I, I love that movie, yeah. Um, So, uh, where are we now? Well, they're looking for Josh, but they decide they have to go in a direction. So they camp, and that night they hear more noises at night, but it's. A screaming, man yelling. It's, 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 it's screaming too. It's it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's intense. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's, okay. It what makes it the most uncomfortable to me is that it's not a persistent yell like the entire like, like you hear a yell and then like ten seconds long past, silence, fifteen seconds, and then, past, another, and then another, another wail, one. and it's we, it, it's yeah. like if someone were being tortured, that's what it would sound like from very far away. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, it totally works because it's, I mean, I don't know what kind of audio equipment they used, but like if you've ever been in the woods and heard someone yell from far away, it sounds exactly like that. Yeah. And no matter what they're yelling, they could be yelling like, free hot dogs, and it would still sound scary from <laughs> a long way away. Yeah. yeah it but just... it sounds like Josh is getting fucking torn up. And yeah. yeah, it's it's just really it, that's creepier to me than the children laughing is hearing someone scream in pain from a very long distance, especially if it's like your friend. And yeah, and Mike, very close friends with Josh, is like that's fucking Josh. Where is he? And he's out in the woods and he's screaming, "Josh, tell me where you are!" And then he's like, "If it were Josh, he would have told me where he was." Because <laughs> yeah, the first that's night, his, the yeah. first night they hear the screaming, they they don't ignore it, but yeah. they're like. Yeah, they're like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second night, they hear more screaming, more this Josh. Is, yeah. They, uh, well, in between those two parts, you you have sort of a bonding between Michael and Heather. Where we get the hamburgers. Yeah. Where they're discussing foods <laughs> they want to eat, meatball. Yeah. Kill, like one meatball. That's yeah. all he wants. You know? Uh, well, like the scene where Mike's like, all right, find a cigarette at the bottom of my pack. Yeah. This means I'm still alive. Yeah. It's awesome. And he's kind of like rocking back and forth. Yep. And it's, it's kind of unnerving, you know, to a, you know, varying. Well, because if you don't know how the movie ends, you look at it like, which one of these people is going to kill the other one? Exactly. You know, yeah. like, wh- who's going to snap hard enough yeah. to, to hurt the other one? Yeah. But the night after, they find, um, uh, Heather finds, like, that bundle of sticks. Ooh, yeah. That's the, well, that's. Yes. So the second night, they hear more screaming. It sounds closer, and there's more of it. As Lou said, there is, like, a silence. Yeah, between yeah. the screams now there's like a long wail and like a breath and another wail and then some silence like there's more josh screaming in the distance the second night and when they wake up um they find a bundle of sticks right outside the door and heather picks it up and oh she makes mike pick it up and mike's like okay i'm just throwing it over here like, <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, they very clearly it? show yeah. that it's like tied up with, with like a strip of his shirt yeah a flannel shirt some yeah. authentic so, 90s flannel <laughs> yep, and so they're like, okay, fuck that thing. I don't know what it is, but fuck it. And then uh, Mike is off doing something, and Heather gets curious and brings the camera and opens it up, and she unties the little flannel knot, and she it's two bundles of sticks kind of stuck together, and in the little cup on the inside is blood and teeth. And it's like, oh. Yeah, she gets something, she like, gets... She puts her finger in it by accident. Yeah, because she's like, oh, this is. She she's like, is this wash it out. blood? And she, yeah, opens it up and it's blood and teeth. She's a legit panic attack. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't like I, if yeah, that's yeah. acting. That's good fucking. Yeah, acting. actually, that's pretty authentic. Yeah, and I, that's the other scene I remember. I remember him kicking the map in the river. I remember the iconic scene from all the trailers of her holding the camera to her own face. Uh, but the scene I remember from seeing it the first time when I was a kid is the bloody teeth in the because it's like fuck, like that's. Fuck, Josh is totally dead. <laughs> yeah. They ripped his teeth out while he was alive, probably, because he's been screaming for so fucking long, and they, they left him for you as a present. Like, oh, fuck. But this like, is this, bad. This also works, too, because, again, it doesn't give you a supernatural. Nope. Or a physical a hillbilly yeah. uh, killer thing. It, it doesn't you know, give you either. It's just somebody took his teeth out. Fucked up. Put some teeth in some flannel. Wrapped it up in some sticks and left it for you as a present. Got some flannel teeth there for you. Yep. And it's like, it's fucking creepy as shit. It's it's so bad. Like, imagine. Like, put yourself in these characters' positions. How do you not just find the first fucking cliff and dive off? Yeah. Like, why do you care at this point? Yeah. 
Either way, they're taking teeth. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, she was a tooth fairy. Oh, is this the tooth fairy? Oh, it's light, oh, oh lights oh, out. Was it Jeepers Creepers? No, lights what? out. Which one was Jeepers Creepers? Jeepers Creepers was, was the big like bat guy who pulled eyes out. Yeah. That was the movie that they was pretty you. good, and then you realize the director was a child molester, and you're like, mm, I don't know if I should enjoy this movie anymore. Mm. See, I was talking about the Jane, uh, Dwayne Johnson vehicle. Uh, Jeepers Creepers? The Tooth Fairy? Oh. 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 I was talking about the bad horror movie from the 90s called Lights Out or something, or Darkness Falls, maybe. Oh, Darkness oh, Falls, yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> With, uh, what's his name? The guy from Seventh Heaven. Stay the light! <laughs> yeah, terrible movie. Back to our pretty good movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost went into a Mr. G- or Dr. Giggles fucking yeah, nope. territory. Too far. So, Too far. they find the teeth. And well, she that, finds, yeah, she she finds the teeth. Him. He's no. like, what's wrong? She's like, God, no, nothing, nothing. 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 Everything's fine. How do you drop teeth on someone? Good. You can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Mike, uh, sit down. I think we need to have a very serious talk. Who's I found to these? Uh, I found Josh's teeth. We're probably going to die. Okay, uh, bye. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so they find the teeth. They're still marching in a direction, just hoping to fucking get away. I have to camp another night. They talk at length about how they absolutely can't camp another night because if they camp another night, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have to camp another night. And this is the night where she holds the camera up to her face and says, I want to apologize to Josh's mom, to Michael's mom, to my mom. I want to apo- I fucked this up. I am the reason we're out here. I did this. We're boned and it's my fault, basically. And that's a good... Uh, like. I gotta admit, I think it, I, it's I was like watching the it. number one spoofed scene. Sure. The entire time I kept thinking of Randy Marsh being like, I'm so startled. <laughs> <laughs> With the big guinea pigs. Yeah, yes. yeah. I remember the, uh, you know, wait, I was just thinking of the, the scary movie. Was that Amy Poehler in that one? I, it's been so long. In like mm-hmm. one of the scary movies, they do the scene. I remember that coming out. And, and I think just, it's, there's just snot everywhere. And, but, yeah. What's the gross part that I remember about that was like they had to insert insert a tube up her nostril mm-hmm. and out the other one. Oh god! To make the snot bubbles come out. Yeah, which I just thought was fucking far oh, more that, horrific. That's way too much work for a yeah, bad yeah, comedy yeah. like scary yeah. movie. Yeah, but I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that scene, uh, I think it works mm-hmm. mostly. Uh, I, it's like it's like yeah, I, it's a really good scene. It's it's her basically. This is her. If anyone finds this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this yeah. is her la- her last will and testament. Essentially, um, I think people make fun of it because she's snotty and crying. But I look at that and I'm, I, I, I look legit. I yeah. look at that and I was like, good for the actor who play the actress who plays Heather because it's not a glamorous scene to be a part of. Mm-hmm. She's ugly crying. She's just fucking snot and tears mixed together. And it's not like she's not an attractive woman to begin with, but that's just really, oh, really savage. <laughs> he has said much worse. Oh, I said much worse. He's well, kind of like off the cuff. Yeah, she's kind of fucking bust. No, I'm like, like four. Like a four on a good not, day. No, not my type. All right. Okay, wait. But uh, her butt in those jeans? That's eh, a four and a half. Eh, she had much smear on her butt. Let's pop it up to five. <laughs> I like my butt. My thing. But anyway. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I just. She's uh, not my cup of tea, but it, it, it's, she's really good in that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You feel the desperation, you feel the fear, you see the snot. I mean, like, dude, I, and the wind blows in the fall and I'm snotting like that. So it's like, right. it, it's a very real scene. Um, and is it immediately after this or do they have another day? No, it's immediately after Okay, that. immediately after this, 
Um, Mike, Josh again. yeah, Mike hears Josh again, and Mike is on a mission to rescue Josh. Yeah, so uh, they go in the direction of the voice. They they, yeah. they follow the voice. They run towards the voice. They run towards the voice, and they come upon this creepy fucking house in the middle of the woods. And Josh, or I'm sorry, Mike is like, "Fuck it, I'm going in there." Mm-hmm. Heather's like, "Hey, please don't go in that house. Please don't go in the house." And he's like, "I'm already in the house. Please mm-hmm. come in here." And so she does. Um, I at, like at this point. What do we know about a scary house in the woods? By the way. From the movie? Yeah. What do we know about Scary House well, in the Woods? Well, the old... I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't make this connection until you guys were talking about it like t- t- 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So. so, in the beginning of the movie, uh, if you remember, that old man in the store uh, talks Park. about the yeah. man who lived on the mountain. Yes. And he the had police had to walk all the way up the mountain in yep. order to find the house where they found the bodies. So, they get into this creepy-ass house in the middle of the woods on top of a mountain. And uh, there's children's handprints all over the fucking all over. walls. All, all fucking over the over. fucking walls. And I was watching this and I was like, I've been in places that look exactly like this. Now, I don't know if they were made to look like this ex- like after this movie came out. If some teenagers came and were like, fuck it. Oh, you did it? So yeah, we, we, okay. we, yeah, we did yeah. the house. Oh, used, you did, well, you did the custom of terror. Of babies, yeah. baby <laughs> hands. You stole them from your friends. But <laughs> no, like, them, dipped them in ink and threw them at walls. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I was savage on Heather. I'm just saying. Talking baby murder over here. Anyway, um, it's um, fucking... So he's like, like, the babies were ugly. They exp- <laughs> <laughs> so they explore the ground level. And she, Mike is like, I hear him. I hear him upstairs. And you're like, every horror movie I've ever seen, going upstairs is a bad thing. But they run upstairs. Run upstairs. It's bad no matter where. And there's children, handprints, and it's just dilapidated and creepy and bad. And then he's like, wait a minute. I hear him in the basement. Oh, and you're like, oh, this is my favorite line read from Mike. Uh-huh. He's like, I hear Josh! He's downstairs! Yeah. <laughs> he reads it so, like, weird and, like, now that I know it's... F- you know, yeah. Not now that I know. I know it's fake, but it just... You're like... Uh, it ruins your immersion a little bit. Immersion it's a little bit of a line. Yeah, there's a couple of lines in this movie that will ruin your immersion that just sound forced a little bit. He's yeah. downstairs! Yeah, might yeah. be one of them. But then, okay, so... Heather is trying to follow Mike and is like, don't, don't, don't go down there, don't go down there, wait for me, don't go down there. And then you see Mike run down the stairs, basically. Yeah. And Heather is just shrieking. Well, at this point, uh, I should also note she's, that well, she's they are like, using both cameras. Yes. Yeah. Mike has his camera going, Heather has her camera going, and he takes off down the stairs, and we have his perspective going down the stairs. And yes. we hear Heather, Heather freaking shrieking. out yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Uh, but keep in mind, you only have audio from Mike. The, oh, the microphone yeah. is on him. Yeah. So uh, there are parts where you jump from Mike's camera to Heather's, Heather's camera, camera, but you have audio from near Mike. So if you keep if you rewatch that scene many times, it's actually really interestingly done uh, because you hear Heather screams far off, but she's the one holding the camera. Oh, I I might rewatch that scene just for that. Yeah, I it's don't, a I didn't catch very tight knit scene. Um. So Mike goes downstairs. Mm-hmm. He makes it to the basement. He makes it to the basement. We cut to Heather's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to make it down the basement stairs, but she is freaking out. She's screaming, screaming, screaming. All of a sudden, you he, the camera starts jostling. You hear her screaming some more. She's freaking the fuck out. The camera falls, and the last thing that comes into frame is Mike standing in the corner. Well, yeah, well, because like when Mike's down there, something happens, mm-hmm. and then his camera falls to the floor. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's Mike, you yeah. know? And then she comes down. And she's just, like, at this point, she's not holding it together. 
Every yeah. she's screaming at the top of her lungs, taking a breath, and then screaming at the top of her lungs again. Yeah, and, and then we she see sees Mike, yeah. and she's like, "What? What? What?" Yeah, camera goes. <laughs> camera goes down. Mike's standing facing the corner, much like uh, the old man used to force the children to do when he was killing the other one. Yeah, and then the movie fades out on Heather screaming as she's presumably torn to pieces, while Mike waits in the corner for his turn to get torn to pieces. Yeah. Um. End of film. Well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, that's a weird scene because that's like the thing where it gets you, gets you, gets you, and it licks the you licks the tip of your dick and then walks away. It's like I'm done, <laughs> I'm done. Have fun, and you're like, come on, like uh, I love and I hate that scene at the same time. Personally, I love it because I think if they had gone further, if they had pushed it, you would have to have a scene where you reveal what the witch looks like. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the entire movie works. Because for me, because I don't know what the witch looks like, because it's allowing my imagination to fill in these gaps, mm-hmm. and my imagination is probably a thousand times worse than anything you could practically do on a sixty thousand oh, yeah. dollar budget. Yeah, like even if they had done something like, even though the cameras were like laying on their side on the ground, they'd mm-hmm. seen just like a shadowy figure walk by, or like a footstep, still... or like a, a, a like a leg come into view. Either behind, way, yeah. I agree with you because either way, that would have been like. Oh, well, it's definitely something physical that's sure. there in the room. Leaving it unknown entirely, not even knowing if it has a physical form, yeah. just letting it be yeah. whatever you think it could be is yeah. way better than being, like, assigning it this is a physical thing versus this is a metaphysical thing or this is, you know, whatever. And they don't just whatever. watching it and just be like, well, they're dead. Yep. Like, that's one of those things where, and then the movie's over, and then you just sit and you're like, wow, if that was, like, real, if I'm... Uh, you know, just canceling my aura of disbelief. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's real. And then the movie's over, and then you're just sitting there like, I just watched these I watched three, three people, people die. die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's no after credits. There's just mm-hmm. like, there's no just like, roll credits. news yep. reports about it. It's nope. just like, they're dead. I don't think there are credits. No, there are credits. There's, yeah, there's very there's, short There's credits. like, they're really minimal because there wasn't a large crew. Yeah. So like, the, the, I think like normally... <laughs> Like you get like a movie like any kind of the Marvel movie, and the mm. credits are ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. Right. This this these credits were like a minute and a half, and I watched till the very end because I had seen somewhere in the trivia that at the end of the film it does say that everything was fictitious. Like no, yeah. okay. none of these people they are have real. To. Mm. Yeah, legally, legally speaking, they, it's, yeah. it's right. like on the same page as like who owns the copyright. It's like yeah. the very last scene. But despite that fact, um, people still went to the town. They speak, like I think on opening night they mm-hmm. stole Burkittsville's like welcome to like yeah sign. welcome to Burkittsville and it's happened several times and people still go like uh, we're going out to the woods to like check things out even though it, they had said that this wasn't real but I also like thought like even though they put it on there legally it had to be there I can't think of any movie before like a lot of them like, now it's big to have like an end credit scene yeah um but were there movies in like the late nineties that did that because I can't think of any I can't think of any off the top of my so head. like. I doubt, like, when credits roll, you get up and you yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you like, just get you up. You didn't and you... stick around to the very last scene of the credits. Yeah, that's true. So, Nobody like, did that. Jamming that in as the very, very last image in the film reel probably was uh, a huge help to making this mm-hmm. word of mouth. Like, we just went to the movie theater and watched three people die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the marketing around this movie was all built around, like, the, the actors had to sign agreements that they would just fall off the face of the earth for a while. They can't yeah. go to the premiere. They can't answer questions. Like, they don't exist until this movie is out for X amount of time. And I think that that's really cool. Um, I hope they got paid well to do it, considering how much movie money the movie made. I, think I, hope- I remember they got... St- they signed for you know when they signed the contracts they were getting a small piece of the uh, 
the revenue. Okay, so they, they probably did well for themselves. And I hope so. None of them did much acting after. Like sure. the directors didn't mm. do much. The actors did. One of the actors, I didn't. I'm not going to look it up. But one of the actors did like a lot of TV spots, like SVU, that kind of stuff. Okay. Oh, Mike. Yeah, the guy okay. played Mike. Um, but the other two have like nine film credits. The directors have like eight directing okay. and writing. Like, they didn't do have done much. Um, and and, and heard unfortunately, the, half of that stuff is like Blair Witch related. Yeah, the yeah. like, one, Ugh. not um, not Eduardo, but the other the other guy. I think half of his credits were like because he, he did the Book of Shadows. I think was the sequel. He like wrote Book, Book of Shadows, Shadows. Yeah, might have a writing credit. He, it was done by a different documentarian. Director? Okay, which is very weird. And that is a movie that is a bad movie, but it's very interesting. Yeah, like a making of would be better okay. to watch than the actual movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, he did like the documentary about the making of the Blair Witch, okay. and then he has a couple other things. But I did hear that. I did read that uh, Heather got. Not blacklisted, that's a little harsh of a word, but she wasn't, she didn't act in very much because she, like people didn't want to work with her after this. So mm. it hurt her, sort of like a, like a Jake Lloyd situation. I wonder <laughs> why they didn't want to work with her, though. Because she makes movies where people die, Tim. She's <laughs> good in that movie, though. Yeah. She uh, is good. But uh, it could also just be because, like, you know, Blair Witch. You look at her. That's so much yeah. hype. No, but, like, Blair Witch is also nominated for a Razzie that year. Yeah, highest. Really? Yeah, highest, yeah, yeah. I uh, wonder why. Highest number, uh, uh, percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for mm-hmm. a, a Razzie nominee. Eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Still nominated for worst movie of the year because it was like because people because everyone was like, oh, that was yeah. it, you know. And it's what do you mean it wasn't real? Yeah. Which is the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest, <laughs> dumbest thing I've but ever heard. They the created th- the dark parts of the internet with like yeah. snuff built snuff yeah, films get traded. No, but one of the things that we didn't really get to during the movie, uh-huh. but. Originally, Mike was supposed to be the one that disappeared. Oh, instead of Josh, okay. because when they were in character, you know, I guess they have their direction, but you know, it's it's mostly ad lib. It's mostly sure. just improv. And Josh was also freaking out on her, and uh, the writer and the directors, like they were saying that it felt like the two guys were ganging up on the girl, mm-hmm. and like Josh and her would get into like really nasty fights. Like I assume. Like, you know, that thing where he's just tearing yeah. it down. That's probably one of many type of scenes. Where they were just doing so that. So they were like, we got to get him out of here. And, not, and who, I don't think they were actually, like, made, I don't know how mm. serious and real things got. Because, you know, when you stop being polite, things get real. All right. All right, <laughs> um, real world. But but no, and, like, they they were at, they woke him up in the middle of the, one of the nights. Mm. And they're like, all right, you're done. And he's like, what? And, like. His screaming and everything. They yeah. recorded it. They set up fucking like a boombox, like yeah. a sound system in the woods. He's blasted and I put. They woke up and they're like, "What? Where's John?" Like, yeah, legitimately. You know, yeah, they had when they wake up, like they don't know what actually happened See, because I it was like, supposed to be Mike. Because Mike's the jerk. Yeah, he's the one that butts heads, and mm-hmm. I think for whatever reason. However, it happened to happen, but I, I like kinda, that better. I like it better too that Heather has to try and like her chances of survival hinge on someone yeah. she doesn't know, and it mm. makes Mike be I like that better. more of a person. Sure, just, like, just being because he like tries. The, he's like, hey, hey, and like when he's talking, he's just like, yo, don't like don't record him right now. He just needs like five fucking minutes. Yeah, she's like, but, but and he's like, no, no, like you know, they're they're people. He, yeah, exactly. And I think that I don't know. The question we always ask at the end of these episodes is, does this movie stand the test of time? For me, personally, absolutely. I think if you are a fan of film in general, if you are a fan of horror movies or suspenseful movies or thrillers or whatever you want to call this movie, because it kind of does defy uh, classification. It's not a pure horror movie. 
It's not a pure thriller. It's not a pure suspense. It's not a pure mystery. It's kind of all these things in one. I say absolutely. This movie stands the test of time. I think it's better now without all of the bullshit about the hype and the marketing all in your head to just sit down and watch it. I think it's an excellent film that gets an unfairly bad rap because of what it was when it came out. The hype around it really did a huge disservice to this movie. Uh, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think that uh, having not, I mean, I watched it like years ago, mm-hmm. but I don't remember most of this film. So like, I, I remember seeing it and not really paying much attention to it. And that was probably just a product of me being in college at the time. So sure. whatever. But like I, I, I told you, like I watched this at 2 p.m. There was the sun was out, yep. and I was still getting anxiety yeah. for like the that's half of the film. actually something. Let's, let's touch on real quick. How did everybody feel during the last five minutes of the film? From everything from her holding the camera to her face up to the very last scene, because I know what is coming because I've seen the movie before. But as soon as they start running after Josh's voice, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like it's. M- Every danger sense I have is going off. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't go in that fucking house. Do not go to the fucking basement. What the fuck is wrong? You know what I mean? Like, it, I was just really anxious, I think is the right word. I was yeah. like, it didn't give me a panic attack because, like, obviously I'm still able to, you know, be like, okay, this is a movie. But, yeah, like, any movie that can elicit that kind of reaction for me, especially at, considering I've seen the movie and know how yeah. it ends, yeah. if it elicits that reaction even on a second viewing, that's a. I think that's really good filmmaking, regardless of what you think of the movie as a whole. If the goal of the movie was to give you anxiety, it absolutely <laughs> achieves that goal. Sure. Mm. Um, and after, you know, Jamie watched, she was like half paying attention because she obviously wasn't going to be here to record this, sure. but, you know, I, I kept like kind of like stealing glances at her as we were watching. The first half of the movie, she was just on her phone. She was mm. just scrolling through whatever. The latter half, like I said, the parts that were, like, I could tell she was just kind of like glued to the TV. Yeah. And once the credits started rolling, she looked at me and she's just like, that made me feel a lot more things than I thought it was going to make me feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think that stands true. Steve? I, as someone who very much likes this film a lot, uh, generally, uh, generationally, I don't know. Uh, because I think a lot of kids, uh, might, you know, try to just like flick through their phone and they're missing like small creepy things that they may, they may miss the pile up. That yeah. part I agree with you with. I don't yeah. think a kid would like this movie because I don't think they have the attention span. For but it. Well, the twist, if you put this movie in small 17 part things on YouTube and said it was real again, I think some get away kid with would it. totally eat it up. I, oh. that's a good idea. Actually. Well, that's happened. Right, we watched it was Marble, Horn- uh, Marble Hornets, which was like a Slender Man telling, okay. mm-hmm. uh, but that got really big, uh, and it was kind of like you know taken from the Blair Witch. Uh, but watching this, I was like, this is pretty much just like the thing that opened up the creepy pasta videos for mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yes, yes, it does. I yeah. think I, I think to that vein, in that alone, should be a reason for people who enjoy that kind of thing to go back and watch it because Absolutely. this is the progenitor of the found footage horror movie. It's the progenitor of a lot of the creepy pasta little videos and gifs that you find on the internet. Um, it's often imitated and sometimes to good effect. Like I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy the first Paranormal Activity movie. Like yeah. it literally, this movie creates a creature. It creates uh, a monster. Uh, and you don't have that many na- now, uh, many times nowadays. You you know, uh, vampires aren't scary. No. Mummies are just toilet paper. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> or the Boo-berry. creation of a good monster, and it's a shame that its sequels couldn't do what the original did. Yeah. Um, 
to if I think it holds up, yes, I I, I really do. Like just watching it again, actually, I was far more impressed with that. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this this yeah really gets you know I feel the dread. I have yep. the hairs the hairs on the back of my neck standing up. Like I really get creeped out. And like mm-hmm. I, I was watching two a.m. or two p.m. Yeah. I'd fucking glare at my asshole just hitting <laughs> my TV screen. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm like moving around just so I can get something because you know that movie's very dark at yes, points. Yes, it is. Um, but I guess maybe to what Steve was saying, maybe I live in this this kind of fantasy world where if I think it stands up, yeah, I, I do. I would just assume that uh, if I were to show a younger person this, I'd be like, "Give me your phone mm-hmm. and sit in the room and just watch it." You know, you got to take the phones away. Me and my girlfriend have a rule, and it's if we're if we're it's not like, ooh, the TV's on, put your phone away. But, like, if we're going to sit down and watch a movie, we take both our phones and we put them on the table. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise I get shit where she's she's like, look at this dog walk down the street. And I'm like, I'm watching a man kill his father right now on television. Kristen, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a true story. Um, but, uh, no, but, like, I think if you're, if you're just unconnected, you know, and if you're sitting down, I think beat by beat like the bones in the movie yeah. still work extremely well because like, the structure's there yeah. you know it's uh yeah like it's not perfect and very few movies are but sure. i i think in terms of it's like all right watch this and because yeah maybe there's some things like well, why wouldn't you just pull the kill phone out because yeah. we didn't have those you, mm-hmm. you well, bastard we, we kind of did but they were like nine hundred dollars yeah, and they yeah. were huge well, and clunky yeah, and yeah, we yeah. could play snake and that was it no you no, know you could even play snake in 1994 on a phone there we go Yep. Um, uh, it was. It's interesting because uh, Devin and I saw the new film, Blair Witch, just came out, uh, and it does a lot of trying to like be like, oh hey, well they have phones and GPSs, but um, uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> like there's a lot of like ass coverage to trying sure. to fix <laughs> itself for new technologies to work, mm. and it just unfortunately like spends so much time doing that that a lot of it suffers. Yeah, I mean, among other things. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too into that bit, but there's, you know, you see a modern horror movie. There's a line. They're like, "Ooh, no coverage. Oh, that sucks." Or like in the Strangers, uh, they throw the phones in the fire. Yeah, I was like, okay, and it's like two seconds. The new ones, there's a lot of tech in it, and they have to one explain it, mm-hmm. two explains why it doesn't work. It's, sure, it and it's just why it doesn't work because on. of this. Like, oh, we recorded it with the battery, not, you know, just dumb. Yeah, kind of eye-rolling stuff and that's that's just what a hard writer director has to deal with in yeah. 2016 i feel like and i feel like that's a shame because it is, no it's a the, it the key to a good horror movie or any well any good horror story regardless of whether or not it's a monster or whether it's a guy is keeping the story lean keeping the pace mm-hmm. moving yeah. mm-hmm. like think about all the really effective horror movies you've ever seen like when the horror part starts happening, you can have as much buildup as you want, but once you fucking hit that tipping point, you gotta it's gotta be fast and furious. Exactly. Not Vin Diesel. Damn. Just straight just like it's gotta be a descent into Wait. madness. No. Okay. Not like the descent. Yeah. But uh the other thing is about like the cell phone service, I I'm not a big camper. I've never really been camping mm-hmm. before. I've been camping twice. Uh the most recent was about a month and a half ago. And I think, over here. No, well, no, not at all. <laughs> but I will say that having camped recently and having that experience of like having to pee in the middle of the night, yeah, and you open your tent and there's literally no dark. sounds but nature mm. and dark. It's black. And yep. It's cold as fuck. It's cold as fuck. Yep. Um, 
And like, I can see, and, and for where we were, zero cell service, yep. nothing. So I kind of get that to a point where like, and we were in like a campground and it's still like creepy yeah. where you just have your little beam of light and that's it. Yep. Nothing mm. else. Um, and I think that having that experience recently drives home the point. The, so a little the, bit. The, the horror of the Blair Witch. You know, when they're running through the woods blind. Yep. Mm. Like, Ooh, yeah, that, dude, like, like, fuck that. Thinking <laughs> about that, it's just like... Even just like... No way. The, the, the physical danger of running as fast as you can in the middle of the woods in pitch darkness at night. Like, the fact that none of them fell over and broke anything is pretty impressive. Because that was like... Uh, like I so, broke my foot candy. Like, it's so dangerous. Stinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine. I cracked my the side of my foot and I was in a boot. It was the first week of summer. Uh-huh. So I had to spend. I was kid. I was in a boot until like two weeks left in August. I was like, Sucks. And that's, that's how you started shame. playing video games. Yeah, yeah. never stop. So what's this Looney Tunes B ball I keep hearing? So much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. It's so good. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I guess that's the Blair Witch Project. Unanimous vote. Go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Go in with an open mind. Don't listen to what other people think about it, especially yeah. us. Just watch it. Put your phones down. Yep. Like honestly, down. like it's like a recurring theme people recommend movies but like in all seriousness for something like this like keep your phone away because if you have your phone out you're gonna miss the significance of the stones yeah, yeah. and you're, you're not gonna, gonna get miss that build, yeah. that build up of the anxiety and you're gonna want to pick up your phone <laughs> believe me as someone who's rewatched has seen this movie yeah. multiple times uh there was times where i was like well, yeah, i wonder what's going on no just watch the movie i wonder mm-hmm. what's happening yeah, on reddit movie. right now uh, oh, wait, you're gonna miss stones. something very pertinent yeah and uh, i think you would do a service yourself to watch it at night yep definitely I'll turn all the lights out like yep. like true like how movies are kind of supposed to be watched yes. so, like in darkness in darkness with very little distraction sound up yep mm-hmm. and and i think it would be it'd be pretty good completely agree um so speaking of movies because that's what we've been doing for the last 97 minutes um what are we gonna do yeah, next yeah. lou yeah uh, well, we're. I want to. I want to keep going on the Halloween train. I think. Totally I think if we if we that. work together, we can push more Halloween. Ernest scared stupid. Did it last year? Already did it. Already did it. last year. There's a new one coming out. What? Uh, Medea is making a <laughs> Halloween movie. Uh, yeah, boo. And you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna a, lie. Uh, I, it was the trailer kinda, before. I want to see uh, it. Blair Witch. Kind of want to see it because <laughs> it, it, it's pretty much if Medea was Ernest. Oh God! I need to at least watch the trailer. I've never seen any of the Medea Me movies. Neither have I. I was like, does get the credit he deserves. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Perry. No, he really does. Right. He is the Ernest of this generation, and That's, everyone's like, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. bro, I'm doing God's work. <laughs> All right, Jim Brown's um, not here. If you guys, obviously, you guys haven't seen it. Do yourself a favor and listen to the episode that we did of Ernest Scared Super. My sister's on it. Okay, you know my sister. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was Tim and me. Yep. And he, I've never made Tim so angry. I that, fucking trashed that movie for like an hour and a half. It's a it's dude. Fun. Well, rewatch that re- trashing it in honor of Ernest Goes to Jail. No, no, no. Rewatch the movie. And rewatch the movie with an open mind. Like, do what you did for Blair Witch. Turn off all your preconceptions of the movie. Sit down and watch it, and tell me it's still awesome. Probably. All right. No, no. I'm just saying. And then you can listen to our episode and hear my issues with it, and let me know whether or not you agree. Have you seen Goes to Jail at any point in the last few years? No, no. I own it. There's a point in that movie where I swear to God, the screenwriter just said, "Fuck it." <laughs> and the movie goes fucking goes book like from the part where he gets electrocuted and, yeah. and has he's flying electric in the powers. Yes. Yeah. Well, one, Ernest gets the electric chair, <laughs> and there's no 
there's no pussyfooting around that either. Yeah, yeah, like, he legit dies. Like, oh, he got a pardon. He gets fried. Yeah. No, and then he has electric powers, and then he's fighting his doppelganger, and the, the floor bank. cleaner is yeah. going up the walls and on the roof, and it's like, what universe are we living? Yep. It's just gravity doesn't matter it's anymore. Inception before Inception. Yeah. Oh really? God. Wow, Tim! Please, all right. I'm, Tim, I'm just saying. I remember right. almost crying during Skirt Stupid when Rimshot. Oh God, uh, dude! Almost Rimshot. dies. At, yeah, I almost cried right, when you dude, think he's dead. When he turns into a little. What am I gonna do with a wooden dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I can. I mean, look, I'll take I'll take the scared stupid challenge. All right, uh, I want to I want to hear the, uh, how that goes. Maybe the head of Ernest P. Come on. I think it's better than Safe's Christmas. Safe's Christmas isn't very good. A lot of things are better. There's, I have, there's a couple I, of... I okay, a list. I'll say this. Or, or We're going to revisit Scared Stupid for a minute because it's been a year since we <laughs> talked about it. Real quick, there's a couple of parts of Ernest that Scared Stupid that do work. My favorites being, of course, his random, obvious mental disorder where he has different <laughs> personalities. Yeah. That's funny. And the scene where he is confronting the troll, and he's like, I got some authentic Botswanian Miyak. You didn't think I could find it this time of year, did you? And it's like, all right, that's kind of funny. Is that the one where the thing falls on his hand? Yeah, it it it's, it's the, the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, where the troll, it's a, it's a dumpster with a baby doll in it that says yeah. free kids, and it's got <laughs> Tim, Tim. I will, I'll, I, I, I'm not making a case for I'm my hatred. Right now. I think you need to rewatch the film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, back anyway, to, yeah. Uh, for our for our next chunk of Halloween content, I reckon I think we should do Hocus Pocus. I from agree nine, with from ninety three. It's a good movie. Go from a serious horror movie to a more lighthearted kids Halloween treat movie because we did that with Ernest last year. I got my I got my one serious horror movie in this year. Let's do something more suited to Lou. Something funny. <laughs> something made for kids. Focus. Yeah. Focus. <laughs> I know you love Bette Midler. I do love Bette Midler. So I think next episode should be that. Uh, we might do if depending on how schedules work out. Maybe we can squeeze in some more Halloween content, and then maybe after all of Halloween is over, we can go back and do the arrival, what's, which is what we said we would do yeah. at but the like, end of the last episode. A, besides this one. What's like a fucking dope ass like scary movie in the nineties? Well, I don't want to reveal what my idea for the episode after okay, Hocus Pocus okay. is, but oh, as soon as the, as soon as we turn the microphones off, I'll okay, tell yeah, you. yeah, yeah, stir of echoes. Fuck. Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> it wasn't. It's stigmata. Prophecy. stigmata. I don't like stigmata. Why would I want to? Uh, anyway, all right. So this has been Dial Up Movies. Uh, yeah. Do we have anything we have to read? No, not really. Right. But I want to thank you guys for joining us. This has been awesome. Yeah, this thank you. Really yeah, fun. that was awesome. And yep. uh, if you guys are interested, check out antifanboy.com. For all of their podcasts and uh, articles and all kinds of information. Uh, videos. Stuff on that stupid do, website. Do a lot, do a lot of videos. <laughs> uh, you can check out Slimeball Steve Slime Lounge or whatever he calls his uh, YouTube channel. We don't know. It's just anti-fanboy. <laughs> It's, no. He no, he actually calls anti-slimelounge.com. Uh, slime it's okay. a mirror website. Uh, I just say, okay. Directs right there. All right, so that was uh, that was our review of Blair Witch Project. Wansu. Yeah. Dial Up Movies is part of the Neozaz Podcast Network. Head over to neozaz.com for other great podcasts such as Star Wars and Character, The Grady's, The Great 80s Movie Debate, and Pass the Popcorn. You can find Dial-Up Movies in every podcast from Neozaz on iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Also, please check out our Facebook and Twitter pages, 
You can find us on both sites as Dial Up Movies.